HRN listeners. As we celebrate our 15th year, we are deepening our commitment to giving voice to the next generation of food system storytellers, and we need your help. Our internship and fellowship programs help activate new possibilities for underrepresented and underestimated young people through experiential journalism, audio engineering, and production training. Through these unique programs, HRN helps food equity stewards build essential workforce readiness skills that expand their potential and foster economic mobility. Please consider supporting these critical programs. And with a minimum donation, you can be entered to win a dinner for two at an amazing restaurant in one of eight cities and tickets to a concert at a great venue in one of those cities. We have incredible partners across the country who have donated as they also share our passion for helping to educate the next generation of food system storytellers. Check out heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. That's heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. And make sure you donate before March 31st. Thank you. This episode is presented by Corgi Spirits, Jersey City's first and only distillery, and by Bon Bon, a neighborhood bistro in Lawrence, Kansas, bringing Midwest flavors to international cuisine. Hey, Food Radio listeners. I'm HRN's Executive Director, Katie, and I'm really excited to share that we're launching a brand new show. Meat and Three is HRN's weekly food news roundup. Tune in for a deep dive and three tasty shorts every Friday evening. It's 15 minutes, so you can listen while you wait for your pizza. This week, the fight for universal free lunch in New York City public schools isn't over yet. I'm overburdened. I'm overworked. I don't get staffed when people are out. Plus, Dana Cowan, former editor of Food & Wine magazine and host of HRN's Speaking Broadly, catches up with Valerie Lomas, the winner of the Great American Baking Show's Derailed Season 3. Discover how a Danish brewery is motivating people to get fit and hear Alison Roman speak to the highs and lows of her cookie recipe going viral. Every time I see anyone in a social setting, that's generally the first thing they ask me is, how are the cookies? Be better informed and wildly inspired by the stories and people you hear on Meet and 3. Find us on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening. So you don't shun the devil with your rock and roll load. Knows that country music's gonna save your soul. The Welcome back to the Speakeasy. I'm Damon Bolte. Hey, Damon. I'm Southern Teague. What's going on? Hey, man. Dude, a lot. Yeah, there's, there's a lot, lot going on in the studio on. right now. <laughs> we got on the air a little bit late, but that's because there's so much there's, prepping there's happening. There's a lot going on in the studio today. It's a lot of fun. There's, like, there's a lot going on in general. Dude, uh, got to see you the on. other night. Uh, thanks for coming by. Yeah, Grand Army, three years old. Thanks, Woo! man. Yeah, like, that was a you're fun a toddler. party. Yeah. <laughs> I got a, I got to DJ. That was awesome, by the way. My my uh, records smell really dusty and moldy. Uh, it's been a while, so uh, that that was a lot of fun, man. We had a, a real blast. Um, yeah, three years. It man. was a blast. Crazy. You know, I was there. Uh, Max and I came down, and uh, the team looked really happy. The room was packed full of friendly faces. It, you know, we were walking around drinking hard starts with everybody, and just having a great time. And, and you guys were in the corner. Couldn't DJing. have had a better party. It was and it was a beautiful night. So the doors were open. Yeah, yeah, it was, it was gorgeous. Yeah, thanks for coming by, man. That grand, was awesome. Grand Army is doing a grand thing in that neighborhood. Thanks, man. Yeah, man. Dude, uh, I got to tell you about last night. Yeah, what happened last <laughs> night? So, Henry and I were working. Uh, we always 
as we Henry O hanging out in the studio right now in the studio. Uh, also with Jeff Galley uh, from Primates. Yeah, uh, some of my favorite people. Uh, some of my favorite people I've gotten to work with in the past um, and presently. But uh, so Henry and I always work Tuesday nights together, and uh, we're like, all right, it can't possibly be that busy tonight. This might be like one of those easy nights because we had the party the night before. Plus, it was really weird weather last night. The yeah. crazy gray skies. It looked like Wizard of Oz out there. But then, like, as soon as you say that, yep, then it just mm-hmm. comes at you hard. The just like then, then it the sky turned and then it was raining real hard and like it was coming down and uh, <laughs> it's hard to concentrate today with this. I wish that the listeners could see what's going on here. We'll, we'll post some pictures. Anyway, uh, yeah, so we like go through this whole night, and uh, we get to like the last couple people in the bar. We just had a banger of a night, and uh, <laughs> it's something I've wanted to talk about for a while. Uh-oh. Anyway, these two guys, into it. they're sitting at the bar. They come in late. They they order a couple of old fashions to start, and it's like it's like an hour before closing time, and then. After that, they get uh, uh, a round of uh, whiskey on the rocks. And then they follow that up with another round of ris- uh, whiskey on the rocks. These guys are nightcapping. They're nightcapping real hard. And one of the guys all of a sudden has hiccups. Oh, no. <laughs> this is what I want to talk about. Hiccups. Okay. okay. So the, the, the non-existent cure? Or do you have a cure? Okay. So that's what I want to talk about. So <laughs> I came up with one last night. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, 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 uh. I feel kind of bad about this, actually, but uh, I'm, I'm conflicted, actually. But, uh, anyway, so the guy's like telling the, the other guy, he's like, yeah, just drink water upside down. He's like, what the fuck do you mean drink water upside down? Yeah. He's like, just like kind of like bend over and then suck it. And I'm like, all right, I, <laughs> I can I can already say way too many things on this. Um, so he like he tries that. doesn't work. And then all of a sudden, this is total fucking like out of nowhere new to me and to Henry. You guys like, can you pour some vodka on a napkin? And I'm like, are you gonna like chloroform? Yeah. Your What's I, does this napkin smell like before? chloroform to you? No. Yeah. No, so I never heard this one. He was like huffing this <laughs> vodka place napkin. Uh, and he's like, I was like, dude, I, and we're Henry and I were just like looking at him. We're like, we, well, we have to do this just to see if it works. And of course it didn't. And <laughs> so th- does. Th- then this guy like in his like. Hiccup fits, drunken state, not totally like wasted or anything. He was just like kind of drunk and like they were having fun and it was lighthearted and everything. But he knocks over his uh, his glass of water and it spills all over my mise en place. And uh, I'm like, all right, it's this is totally the end of the night. I thought so. Uh, <laughs> so he's like, dude, can you help my friend? I like you're you're a bartender. You must know like the tricks of like getting rid of hiccups. I'm like, yeah, well. Normally, it's uh, bitters and sugar on a, a oh, lemon, lemon wedge. Yeah. That always works for me every time. He's like, can we do that? I'm like, no, you just spilled your water all over my garnishes, and I had to throw them all out. <laughs> and then he's like, well, you got to know something else. I'm like, I kind of like look around. And I'm like, this is where I feel bad. <laughs> I was like, yeah, there, there's, uh, there's, there's something I know about. Um, it's a little avant-garde. <laughs> you may, not, you until, may not have heard of this one. Last-ditch effort, you know, like. And then he's like, dude, I'll try it, anything. So I just hit the feed button on my receipt printer and print out like a like a seven, eight inch long piece of receipt paper. I'm like, eat this. 
<laughs> and without hesitation, the guy's like, he shows a paper in his mouth and starts eating. I'm like, so this is where I start feeling bad. Right. I'm like, as well you should. I was like, oh, I was like, oh my God. I'm a business owner and I just got this guy to eat a bunch of paper. If this guy like chokes and dies on this, I am so fucked. Like, but then also like while that thought was going through my head, I was like, all right, all right, no, but you really have to chew on it. And you really have to like work it out. Like you can't just swallow it. You got to actually eat the paper. And he's like, that's what I'm doing. That's what I'm doing. Like with paper in his mouth. And then, then it, the, the thought crossed my mind, you know, this, this uncurable thing, sure. hiccups. I started thinking about the, the drinking water upside down, completely unnatural, right? The getting scared. Yeah, yeah. You know, Scare the, the you. fear like chases the hiccups away. The 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 bitters and, and lemon and sugar, it's it's kind of a shock to the system. Sure. But it also makes sense to me as like a cocktail. Yeah. You know? But it's also I think and then of course the new classic eating a shit fucking ton of paper. <laughs> Specifically, like laser paper from the printer. Paper. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, chemical paper. It's like there's always the, the common thread with all of these is it's kind the of uncertainty. Yeah, yeah. The uncertainty of the outcome. There, it's all like the fear. It's like it's this, but not necessarily fear. It's just uncertainty. Yeah. And so I was like, wait a minute, this might actually work while he's chewing on the paper. <laughs> and then, like you know, that 45 seconds go by and he swallows it. And I, we look over, me and Henry, because we're kind of like just like sitting there waiting to see what's going to happen. If I had hiccups, just watching this guy would have cured my hiccups sure. from the uncertainty of the whole event. And then he's like, my hiccups are gone. <laughs> and, he's, and we're like, yeah! And he's like, he's like, he's like how did how'd you do that? And it's like. I've never done that before. I just, I, you you gave spilled it water all over my bar, so I wanted to fuck with you. But it's hiccups. <laughs> but it worked. And now I'm we not suggesting. Okay, here's the thing. Disclaimer: <laughs> yes. I'm not suggesting anyone eat paper responsibly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> anyway, so that Hilarious. was our night last night. Why don't we talk? About Let's our, talk to our. We got a lot going on in here, we man. Do. Uh, so in the studio, we've got uh, our dear friend Tanya Guffey. Who was in last time as Tonya Guffey and is in this time as Tonya Guffey Stamper. Woo! Uh, and she works for Highland Park uh, and sells delicious <laughs> scotch whiskey all over the city, as, many, as well as many other things she's done before that. We'll talk about all those things. But she brought Jackson Stamper, her new uh, groom. And Jackson is the chef over at a little bar called Employees Only. And he Never has piled the room full of Very foodstuffs. Uh, so we're going to talk about both drinks and food today on the Speakeasy. Welcome to the studio, guys. Thank you so much. Thanks for Glad to be here. Yeah, nice having both of you in here. Yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I'm going to get hiccups now, all this talk about He it. always gets hiccups. Like, he's notoriously gets hiccups, too. So it's we're terrible. not going to do the paper thing. But. What are they? Yeah, uh, I mean, well, now that you know the trick, it's not going to be effective. It's not going to work. Yeah, exactly. I think that's the... It's, you know it's, the a, it's a moving target. Yeah. I feel like you could have given him, like, a shot of Smith & Cross, and that probably would have shocked him into... The cure, Maybe. Too. Maybe. the cure for hiccups is a moving target. It, it changes. I yeah. think that's the answer. Yeah. You it, can't know it. It's like, what's it over here? It has to be unknown. What's yeah, yeah, yeah. What's this? Click over here. Boom. Smoking mirrors. <laughs> Smoking mirrors. Um, so, Tonya, what have you been up to? Oh, man. Well, obviously getting getting married was Were you about happened. to say hitched? <laughs> getting hitched. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so l- last time I was here, I think we, we were talking a little bit about um, Dram, where I used to uh, run the bar program and i've moved into the dram. dark side of brand work do you think it's the dark side <laughs> no I, I love it man my back loves it 
Uh, <laughs> 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 my back is very thankful. Your back, your body appreciate um, You know, having health insurance and dental insurance for the first time in 15 years was also exciting. Um, you know, so man, uh, is that what counts as exciting now? <laughs> it, it, I mean, no. Woo! dude, that's a rager. That would oh. get rid of my hiccups, dude. Yeah, <laughs> like, what? I have health insurance all of a sudden. Man, Holy shit. Uh, you can just go to the doctor for your hiccups and like. <laughs> um, yeah, so I've been. Uh, I'm technically the New York City brand ambassador for Highland Park, which is yeah. pretty great. Yeah, uh, Highland Park's no slouch whiskey. Yeah, it's, it's like been around. Yeah, uh, only since 1798. So a few people have heard of it. Um, but uh, well, Michael Michael Jackson's a big fan. I understand. <laughs> what? Not, really? the yeah. <laughs> Not the thriller. Michael B. Jackson. Yes. <sighs> yeah. I was about to say. I think he's like, dead. Yeah. <laughs> Every Michael Jackson I know is dead. Yeah. No. How many Michael Jacksons do you know? He only knows well, one. I only knew two. Oh, okay. <laughs> Um, so the with Highland Park, the cool thing about it to me is it's very like the obviously you can speak more to this, but it's like it's like a Viking whiskey essentially. It's like super. It's like the northernmost part of Scotland. We're the most northern distillery in all of Scotland, yeah. um, and we're in a little chain of islands called the Orkney Islands, and they're incredibly. Uh, kind of difficult to get to they're uh kind of set apart um their culture is very different from the rest of scotland um they were founded by the nordic vikings so uh, basically for hundreds of years um they settled there and they have more viking ruins there than anywhere else in the world um the people that live there really affiliate more with the nordic culture um they have their own flag they don't do the fucking kilt thing like, that's just not their kind of style. Um, and so um, they really are a very, uh, very unique place. Um, and it's also, there's a ton of shipwrecks around there. It's about uh, 100 mile per hour winds like six months out of the year. So it's it's pretty brutal. Yeah. Jeff um, actually went there a few years back. And uh, he, he said that, like, you took the ferry over. Yes. And he's, he was like, it was the craziest. Did you fear for your life? Yeah, well... <laughs> On the way over there, I, I wanted—that's what I wanted. I wanted to fear for my life. That's why, I, why I took the ferry as opposed to taking the plane. Uh, but it was a beautiful, crystal clear day, and my wife at the end, which was ne- then at that time my fiance, uh, was like, I, "You seem a little disappointed." Uh, and I—I I, didn't I, go overboard. I wanted to see. I, I truly was, but on the way back. There was hail and stormy winds and like and, and you, I was the only. Did you immediately regret your wish? To no, have, I oh. was I was the guy in my full rain gear on the bow of the ship, like as it went up and down, like just <laughs> laughing the whole time. And this woman still married you. I was maniacally laughing the whole time. It was amazing. Then there was. <laughs> bring yeah, it on, God! Bring it on! Then there were double rainbows and everything. It was beautiful. It was really beautiful. amazing. Amazing. What is that? Uh, what's what? What do the Orkney Islands bring to the to the final spirit? Like so, obviously, going to be some iodine in there. Yeah. So the the crazy part about um, you know Scotch in general is that if you really break it down, there's really only a few ingredients involved, and uh, you know from one place to the next, it's so sweepingly different in taste profile, and, and that's because uh, it's so terroir driven, almost um, similar to like mezcal. Um, you can have the same base ingredients, but where you're making it has a huge impact on what um, comes out at the end. And so we, Orkney, we're very lucky because there's only two distilleries in the Orkney Islands, um, and we're both very different. Um, Scapa is the other distillery up there. Um, we're located on the Scapa Flow, so we have this really incredible water source. 
um, which does play a large part um, in the final spirit taste. Um, but of course, that sea briny saltiness that you get from anything island, um, we're kind of like Isla Light, um, if you think about it, as far as like smoke too, because we're peated whiskey, but we use Orkney peat, and Orkney peat is very specific because there are no trees in Orkney because right. it's too fucking windy. Um, so we have all this beautiful heather, which um, over time decays, and that's how we get our peat. Um, so it's unlike any other peat source um, that any other distillery is using, which is really cool. That's actually that's like one of my favorite parts of the the Michael Jackson whiskey book is when he <laughs> talks about when he talks about heather. Yeah, you yeah. Know, it's like one of the most interesting. Things. It was one of those parts of the book that actually like kind of made me think about whiskey in a different way because I'd always, I guess back back when I first read it many many moons ago, uh, I was always thinking about like bourbon, like. American whiskey, and then like that's the thing that really like. Well, yeah, especially Pete. Pete sets it, yeah. sets scotches apart because, as Tony just mentioned, like it's different from place to place. Like the, yeah. the Islay Pete is super dense and heavy. Yeah, and, and primarily Pete. So Pete is essentially just made up of like decaying tree life and plant matter. Mm-hmm. Um, so when you have like decaying trees, like they have in Isla, you know the smoke. It's a it's a longer burn, so more contact with the smoke. Um, definitely that bigger, richer, smokier campfire. Um, where we are, you know, the heather is really soft. It's really floral. It burns yeah. really quickly, so the contact is quicker. Um, it has this really, like, soft, flowery elegance to it, um, which is, I think, really lovely. It's a, it's a great kind of m- mix for somebody that maybe doesn't want to always smell like, you know, an Isla Scotch for five days. Uh, but they want to they drink. I don't like know. those people. <laughs> they don't want to smell like You that. know, Um Anyway, yeah, so so it's it's really cool. And Heather, too, is something that um, attracts a lot of bees, that um, creates honey, which you get all of those awesome little nuances in the spirit, which is really in, insane. Um, and then I guess probably the biggest other element for us is that uh, the whiskey always um, is determinant on what kind of barrel you're putting it in. So, um, you know, I think 95% of scotch uses ex-bourbon barrels mm-hmm. um, as they can't be used again in bourbon. Right. Um, they're cheap. Uh, we Scottish invented the word frugal. 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 Yes. <laughs> Seriously, anyone you talk to is like, oh, the Scottish like they can add caramel color, but nobody does because that costs money. Like, yeah, exactly. you know, like, <laughs> they're they're notoriously, uh, yeah, a little stingy. But um, uh, well, we, I know. Uh, I'm my, my my folks came over. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> from Scotland. Exactly. Um, yeah, and so our our barrels are primarily all ex sherry casks. We are one of the few. Um, distilleries that has our own cooperage. We work with a bodega in Spain called Gonzalez Baez, who basically rent our barrels um, before we put our juice in it uh, with dry Oloroso sherry first. So we're, we're pretty lucky in that sense. That Far out. Looks like you got a bottle in your hand that you're, I do. That you're itching to pour I'm for so us. I'm so excited yeah, about this. I was going to say, enough talk. So why don't, so why don't you pour More that? drinking. So, I'll pour so, it. You can... if, I, if I remember correctly, the, the, there's also hubby. a bottle of 12-year Highland Park here. That's just going to live here. That's just going to live here. Yeah. Well, yeah. Oh, thanks for that. Donation, that's a little donation things. to our, donation. our ever-growing bar. Yeah. But the, uh, the 15-year Highland Park, isn't that one? That's American oak, right? That's no longer being made. Well, basically, we... We couldn't keep up with the Demand. stock, so yeah. that basically had to be taken off the market um, so that we could have our 18-year. Yeah, you got the 12 and the 18. Yeah. So that I, I would say to our listeners, you know, anyone who's a collector out there, if you find a bottle of 15-year, buy it, snatch it up. <laughs> yeah, dark origins, yeah, buy one it. More, one more glass up there. 
for, oh, for yeah. me. I don't think oh, you're not having I'll it? have a little nip. Right. I thought we were so, know. Jackson, you're in the studio as well, and we're happy to see you. I am here. Uh, and <laughs> <laughs> you are we here. We can see you. You've, yes. been, you've been doing some work. Um, <clears throat> what are you making for us today, and why? You just felt like bringing us a bunch of food? I just brought you some food. Tanya suggested maybe I should bring some food. She said you guys never get food in here. So. Uh, well, yeah, true. if you've they ever don't. listened to the show, you true. can they definitely don't really <laughs> get liquor. But yeah. Yeah. You're like, ah, oh, those guys it. need to eat something. <laughs> so, Dave, we got some scotch in here for you. Uh, so, yeah, so I brought a couple speak my things. Language. Uh, one of them is a special that we're running at EO right now. So, it's just a white gazpacho. Um, we make it with pink muscat grapes, cucumber, um, some olive oil, a little sherry vinegar. And it's kind of, and then it's got green almonds in it, dill, a little chive oil. Real simple. It's beautiful and, and nice for the summer. It's how long have you been over there? Oh man, at employees only. Probably going on five years now. How many gallons of chicken soup have you made? <laughs> <laughs> I think I, I think I would have to quantify it in tons at this point. Yeah, yeah. it's a lot. Man, um, I, the the thing about employees only is like Jackson and I both have employees only tattoos. Yeah, um, which we've probably had for about the same uh, amount of time. A long time. <laughs> and uh, the thing is, like, when you go to like. It, a lot of bars in New York City and a lot of like cocktail bars like around the country, the world, like they always get a lot of press about the cocktails and like blah 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 blah, you know, like that. Sure. But man, EO has some of the best motherfucking food. Yeah. Just like <laughs> like it it really does. I mean like the What did that come? Like from? that's that's Dave doing his thing. <laughs> Thanks, Dave. Um you know, one of the things that uh, really always stands out... This is beautiful. It is. One of the things that always stands out that people always talk about... A lot of times, like, before he, like anyone even talks about cocktails... Like, you ever been in employees only? They're like, holy shit, the steak tartare. <laughs> the tartare. That's what I was about to say. I posted uh, maybe three years ago on my Instagram... Because I'm a... Kind of a... Tartare is one of those things for me. If it's on the menu, I'm probably going to order it. Yeah. And I was just like, I'm feeling tartare tonight, but I want to go get a, you know, a really good one. What, do you, what are your suggestions? About 300 people responded, and I'm going to say an easy 20% said EO. And by the way, the 300 that responded were from all over the world, right? Yeah. And 20% were like, EO, 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 Yeah. EO. Dude, well, that's what I'm saying. It's like the... So what I'm saying <laughs> is, why did we get this gazpacho? Yeah. Could, I also brought you tartar. Uh-huh. Oh, you... The... <laughs> Sweet. You guys are just quick to talk. I didn't even get to the tartar yet, man. No, but what I'm saying I is like... Was th- that's uh, like <laughs> I think food... I mean, like, obviously, like, my, my bar is like, it's... 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 We don't have a very big kitchen, but we crank out a lot of food there yeah. at Grand Army. And it's a, a big part of like what we do. And that was by design, like where the kitchen is part of it. Part of the bar. It's like all together. Like, everyone's on stage together. Yeah. You know? You're going on you're you gotta rock out together, you know? So I just think it's really amazing that like with such a um, a world renowned bar and bars actually, because there's so many locations now with employees only. But yeah, you get you the, get to run around with all of them, right? Uh, yeah, we've we're now we've got Singapore, Hong Kong. We just opened L.A. We've got Miami, uh, and then there's still others in the works at the moment. So and you're, there's a bit of globe trotting. We're, we're currently doing a pop up in Barcelona right yeah. now at the Mandarin Oriental. That's going and you, on. And you for run around week. and train everybody, right? Mm-hmm. It's fucking amazing. It's a lot of it's a lot of hopping and skipping. Yeah, I didn't get to rides. go to Barcelona. <laughs> <laughs> But he had a good time um, there. <laughs> but yeah, but it's, it's, but it's fun and it's great and it's 
it's a it's a lot of blasts. Each one is is its own individual thing. Everyone has sure. keep the kind of the same vibe. Is there a common thread the though? Do they all have the tartar? Yeah. Do they all have? They all have the tartar. Yeah, okay. They all have certain things, and they Chicken all have certain vibes. Uh, but but each one adapts to the city that it's in, which is yeah. a really great thing and kind of cool. Well, you, you have can, to. I mean, yeah. obviously. So if you're ever in any of those cities, go check out the one there, and then check the one in New York, and and yeah. you'll notice the differences. Compare but you'll notes. also notice all the similarities. It's just so cool that like that's like like when I when I. Like I swear to God, like every person I talk to about employees only, they're the first thing they talk about is food. Yeah, and it's like this world-renowned cocktail bar. Yeah, that's so fucking cool, man. When Jack started working at um, employees only, I I found out that like basically, if you wanted to like bypass dealing with like the crowd and the lines and stuff, you could just have dinner in the back room and like look on at the show as it unfolds. Yeah. And it's, like, now one of my fa- favorite places. Like, before I only knew it as, like, I remember being there, sort of. Right. And yeah. I kind of remember leaving. Yeah. And I have, like, chicken soup on my breath, so I was clearly there later than I should have been. But, like, now I see it in this whole other light because I go and I have, like, dinner in the back and I make a reservation and I, like, get to, like, just kind of watch the, you know, crazy show unfold and then just, like, you know, eat delicious, you know, full... Yeah, yeah. Entrees and it's a it's a very important place for our industry. I know? think so too. And, yeah, absolutely. And when people ask me about like why I got the employees only <laughs> tattoo, it's because I've never worked there, um, but I've been friends with all all the crew for a very long time. And I was actually down in New Orleans at Tales of the Cocktail um, with some recording equipment for the Speakeasy, and I was doing a lot of interviews. And I ran into the gang from EO, and they were walking to the theater. They were this they're having this huge party and um, at this big theater and they were like, we're not doing a VIP list. We're not doing a guest list. Everyone just has to come and like there's, everyone's equal. Like yeah. whenever you, you get there, up. it's like you show up and I was like, that's really fucking cool. But they were, then they were like, but wait a minute because I just had some of the guys on the, like Steve Schneider on the show and uh, they're like, but, all right, we're going to do one VIP pass <laughs> you can skip and you get it. <laughs> I think you they put, were just. I think they were just giving you lip service. Maybe. Yeah, but they were like, no, but like, don't burst his bubble. They, they were like, look how cute he is. They, <laughs> He's so full of pride. But no, it was cool because they were like, but here's what we want you to do: they come in early, interview everyone. That that includes the bands that are playing, the tattoo artists that's going to be tattooing people. Stick around, like interview people, like while they're getting tattoos, and like get the story behind why they are getting an EO tattoo. And so uh, there was like a couple of people, there was like 33 people who got tattoos that night, uh, employees only tattoos, which is like kind of a culty thing, actually. A little bit, yeah. yeah. It's a trap. And yeah. there, was like, uh, there was like a couple of people there that night that were just like, I don't know, free tattoo. Right. <laughs> which <laughs> will happen. But there was, uh, there was one, there was a couple, they were both getting employees only tattoos. They weren't industry. They were just like they were at Tales of Cocktail. They're enthusiasts, you know. They they were just they wanted to like go and check this out. I'm sure maybe some of the people at Employees Only were like, dude, you got to check out this thing, Tales of the Cocktail in New Orleans. It's a blast. Um, so they were at the party and they were both getting them and they were super sweet. And I asked them like you know and like I asked everyone else like with the mic in their faces. <laughs> I was like, so what does this mean to you? Why are you getting this tattoo? And they were like, well. It's like, do you want to tell a story? No, do you want to tell a story? Yeah, you can tell a story. And it was super sweet. So anyway, the guy's like, all right, I'll take it. So he starts telling the story. And he's like, this bar is very special for us. 
I actually met my wife at employees only. And the bartenders like connected. Then they were like kind of like talking across the bar. Then they're like, you guys should just like scoot next to each other, you know. So they get to talking. Asked her out. They went on their first date after that at employees only. Then he proposed to his wife at employees only. Yeah. They had their wedding reception at employees only. Whoa. And every year they have their anniversary at employees only. And I was Boom. just like, you know what? That's <laughs> that's a sign of a really fucking good establishment, man. Exactly, yeah. It's, it's part of your life. Oh, thanks, Dave. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's great. We actually get a few of those, and it's a, a it's a that, really it's a really wonderful part of the business to be involved in when, when especially long term, when you get to kind of see those things happen and see a place where you've we've worked become a part of someone else's life that yeah. that not, isn't necessarily part of the industry or. Or in that crowd, so. right? They're just there to enjoy the thing yeah. that you built, exactly. Um, right, which is why we built it. Yeah, yeah, um, exactly. And it's great. I mean, in, in this industry, a lot of people I don't think get to enjoy long term at a lot of places. And and when you yeah. do finally get that, and you get that stability, you get to see those wonderful things that do get to happen over time. Right. Um, so yeah, I mean that's a that's a big part of, of of what we do and and our philosophy behind everything. You know, I mean it's it's hospitality first and. And the, All the, place other- was, the place was built for industry people to begin with, but it was it really evolved into this thing where it's like, well, we just want to give everyone a good time, and we want yeah. you to have a great time. Absolutely. That's well, a we're great, having a great time. And that's a great today. ethos. And we are having a great time here in the studio. I want to try we're some of this gazpacho while to, we take a break, I was about right? To say, yes. Let's take a break, Dave. Take us out for uh, uh, some words from our sponsors, and we're going to drink some scotch and, and eat some gazpacho and come back, and Jackson's going to make us some steak tartare, and we'll keep talking to Tony Guffey about what Island Park. What a great day we're having. We're having a greatest Woo! day. We'll be right back. Scotch and steak. Presented by Corgi Spirits. Housed at Jersey City's first and only distillery, Corgi Spirits meticulously crafts small batch ultra premium gins with wonderfully unique botanical blends. Their brilliant spirits are suited for drinking on their own or in making cocktails that are refined yet playful, much like the dogs after which the brand is named. Because Corgi Spirits love dogs as much as they appreciate exceptional drinks, A portion of profits from every bottle of Corgi is donated to a local dog and animal rescue organization. Learn more about their mission to craft a better breed of spirits while helping save animals by visiting corgispirits.com. This episode is also presented by Bon Bon, a neighborhood bistro in Lawrence, Kansas, bringing Midwest flavors to international cuisine. Bon Bon is a place for friends and neighbors to come together and enjoy good food and good company. The heart of Bon Bon is filled with love for the community of Lawrence, Kansas, for the staff and suppliers that put food on the tables, for quality local ingredients, and for fun creative dishes. Learn more at bonbonlawrence.com.
Yeah, and we're back. We are having a great time here at the Speakeasy on Heritage Radio Network. Um, I just downed a bunch of uh, 22-year-old... 24-year-old. 24-year-old scotch. That uh, I didn't. I didn't really. I was too busy talking, and I was like, "Then I was like, mm, that's really good." And I was like, "Wait a minute! There's Hold only on 600 second. bottles of this in existence. Shit, maybe I should take a little bit more time with it." But we're having such a great time. And also, you know what, man? A lot of times, I think the theme of this show should be meat and meat and whiskey. I mean, like, well, we've already got, that's we've already what we're got three. We had we had a, a really uh, that gazpacho was fucking killer. Oh, by the way. I really like the grape element of it. Thank you. It's really cool. Like, super fresh. Um, We're all just using one spoon. What about the dirt bags? <laughs> no, man. Community. It's all. Hey, like man. Yeah. I'm last in line, so I can't complain. <laughs> you get the whole bowl. Um, get everybody's spoon. So, uh, right now, we are... Tiny, what are we drinking right now? This is the Valkyrie, so, right? So, yeah. Right now, you have the Valkyrie. It's a part of a three-part series. Valkyrie. This is the Highland Park Valkyrie. Um, it's part of a three-part series that we're doing where we're um, playing with uh, different peat levels and different wood. Um, scotch is very rigid. <laughs> uh, there's a lot of rules and regulations to it. So uh, any kind of opportunity to do something interesting, um, I think the whiskey makers really appreciate. Um, so we definitely have uh, quite a few kind of special editions that we focus on Um Every year. And so sure. the Valkyrie um, is a blend of three types of wood. Um, so it's being aged in American oak sherry, um, European sherry, and then American ex-bourbon casks. And then we're amplifying the peat. So it's a much smokier version of Highland Park, which people often kind of ask for. Um, like, what would it be like with our weird heather peat if we dialed it up? Like, will it ever be like Isla? Well, this is a nice example of, like, how different it is because... Um, even at like 40% peated malt, it's still really pretty mellow and very salty. Oh, you want it near the microphone. <laughs> Make the tartar. Yeah, get it in there. He's chopping up tartar <laughs> for us live on air. Um, anyway, not to bore yeah. you, but it's really but delicious. No, no, it's, what's cool about it is like it's not as, to me, it's not as like briny as a lot of like peated whiskeys are. And like it's not like it does, it doesn't have like that. Like but the salt, I think salty. it's like a little bit salty, it, but it, it, it it's, obviously does, but it's, it's like not. salted toughy. Yeah. yeah it's it's like, like, it's so Highland Park is called Highland Park, not because it's a Highland Scotch, but because it's, um, it was founded in a place called High Park, which was essentially the highest part um, of the island where the maker Magnus could look down and see the tax guys coming and still have time to hide the whiskey, um, <laughs> which uh, evolved into Highland Park. It's a lot of forethought. Um, yeah. yeah. Oh, he was like a Let's scoundrel. Let's build it over here. No, no. Like, build he, it way up there. He was when, kind of, when you're breaking the law, you got to kind of think ahead. Yeah. yeah, yeah he was kind of amazing. Like, he was he was kind of amazing. He worked um, as a butcher by day, and he also was a, a church officer at night, but he was not at all religious. Uh, he was actually using the church as a guise to hide whiskey and, like, like the, the pews story of my life, and the, yeah. it, basically it was Damon. Um, <laughs> I like kind of think of him as like Bill the Butcher, but that's probably my own, in my own head. Um, but yeah, he's he's kind of a badass, you know, breaking the law up there. So um, it's it's up on like c- steep cliffs, so it's not really getting like sea spray pouring over the the distillery or the island. It's it's much more of like an absorbed kind of yeah. thing because it's 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 up really high, so. Cool. Um, what did you say, Jeff? 
I said, if you're late for your distillery tour and you're trying to run uphill, it's weird. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Is that, you're speaking from experience? Yes. <laughs> yes. Oh, we forgot to grab bread from the kitchen. Um, uh, whatever. Just yes, eat the meat. Spoon it in. Eat the meat. Eat the Drink meat. the whiskey. Eat the meat. Tartar's all about the meat, not the bread. Yeah, exactly. And what you get this? the first spoon this time. This time. It's starting on my end of the room. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Cool. So, uh, yeah, I think it's pretty exciting. Um, again, Scotch is one of those things that, like, I'm really, I don't, I never would have thought that I would work for a scotch company. And uh, I think Fuck. part of why I picked it's it is really it's, good. <laughs> it's so good, Sorry. right? Yeah. No, I know. It's, it's so, I mean, I've had it before. Well, I've had it before, too. We've all had it before. I'm talking about <laughs> with the whiskey, both. Though. I'm talking about both. And it's good with the whiskey. Yeah. I bet. Yum, yum. Yeah, I'm <laughs> yum. about to get it. So. Wait, why did you say? What? Why did you say that you never thought you'd work for a scotch company? Because, like, because I don't know. Because if you think about you, everybody you you've ever Fernand, seen that works you know? in a scotch company, you know, like, or I, I think there's like a very preciousness to scotch in general, which I guess maybe is why I ended up going for it. Same as like cocktail bars, um, kind of the ability to break down the preciousness of something that has a a kind of standard put on it. Um, Sure, it's almost like a firewall that, that some people feel like they can't get past, but we can break it down for them and say, come on over, it's fine. Yeah, and I think it's like it can be a little intimidating, scotch in general, and yeah, it can say come intimidating off. Intimidating is a good word. Yeah, a lot like, of people are afraid to approach it. I think a lot of people are scared of scotch a lot, and there's so much to know I, about it. I totally it. agree, yeah. Yeah, like, well, it's like wine. It's like getting into wine. It's like there's so many elements, so many levels, and like, yeah, I mean, like, but like you said before, like in the show, you said that, um, there are a lot of like restrictions and a lot of rules with scotch, but also it's kind of like there. I feel like scotch and rums are like the most like incredible spirits, just based on like in like they vary so much, like based on like terroir, and, like uh, just locate the well, location alone, obviously for for rum, but for Scotland and scotch, like. So much can change in so few miles, you know? Yeah, like, absolutely. And, yeah, the same thing with rum. It's like you're talking about, you know, only a few ingredients that go into it. And you're like, where does all of the taste come from? You know, a lot of it's, you know, within the barrel, which is a whole magical process. And then where it's coming from, where it's being made, what kind of water you're using. Like, just tons of little tiny nuances that change and determine the whole um, outcome, you know, the yeast, or uh, yeah. it's just crazy. Like, it's like what? It's why no one's been able to successfully open like a New York pizza spot on the West Coast. <laughs> you got to have that New York City water. water. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Um, that's legit. Changes. Same that's, with bagels, all that stuff. Yeah, like, totally. Could change. You're damn elements. right. Um, yeah, but I don't yeah, know. the best water, everyone. My <laughs> <laughs> water Boom. is the best. New York City, baby. We don't it's use got, Brita here. It's got krill in it. <laughs> it has antidepressants in it, which is, well, we, which we, is we, amazing, whoa, 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 considering whoa. how unhappy this is. Is, a, is this a conspiracy but, podcast? We, no. Yeah. Gotcha. <laughs> it, is, it is now. <laughs> I just dose your water. <laughs> okay, so we have to pause just for, for two seconds. <laughs> Talking about scotch and drinking scotch is, is great. But this tartare... It's so fucking good. Why, why exactly? So I was a chef for years in no P.S. Secrets. I was also a butcher. Uh, and, you know, t- tartare is a common thing for us to just sort of eat. Uh-huh. What well, is it... We've used two spoons in this what? studio today, by the <laughs> way. Yeah, it's for six of us. Hey, we don't... What is it about this tartare? What's the... Spe- you have a ton of ingredients here. What's what's making it so poppy? Like, it's really got this salty pop to it. I know that's some molten salt right there, but, like, 
What's going on in this bowl? I mean, so it's we use the baleen coarse sea salt, which I think gives you those kind of proteiny yeah. crystals oh, of yeah. salt pop. Um, but then also it's it's just depth of layer of flavors. Of flavors. We make a lot of different stuff. So we make our own hot sauce that we put into it that has five different chilies. We uh, roast our own tomatoes and then chop them up with uh, thyme and salt. And we take the capers and we wash them and we chop them up and we infuse them with truffle oil. So it's what? Yeah. Uh, so it's, it's a lot of work going into this. It's it's a lot of different layers. Right, this of isn't flavor. your standard. Just raw meat chopped up with some capers and salt in it. This exactly. is trademarked too, so don't exactly. try and steal the recipe. <laughs> <laughs> I've only given away a few, a couple of secrets. There's more to it, but it's so. And then you know, it's obviously with tartare, one of the big things is always making it fresh. But yeah, so it's got a lot of different ingredients, but no particular ingredient takes it over. It's all let each right. Ingredient it's super well balanced. I feel like this is like kind of the same ethos that the front of the house has over there, yes. right? We're gonna make a delicious cocktail. We're gonna put a lot of effort into it, but we're gonna make it seem well, that's pretty simple thing too. Yes. It's like whenever you're at the bar. It comes out to the. It, it's always it's table prepared side. table mm-hmm. side or bars. Correct. Bar. It's a big like, part of it, and it's it's part of that bringing that experience of, of interacting with people, not just delivering serve it, not just delivering a good, but actually interacting with them about it. So you can talk to them about it, ask them why they're there, have a have a conversation with them, and and really get into that mode of hospitality. And, and I think it's one of the a great dish on that level because of that. I don't know a lot of places that do a table side tartare. I know a bunch of places that do. A, Right, it used to be pretty dishes. common, but I think yeah, yeah table side um, table side work is used to be very common. You right, get your Caesar salad made. Leon, Leon would always do that. Sure, that's no. not around anymore, right? I don't think so. Yeah. But um, yeah, the first time I ever had like a real like steak tartare experience was at Leon, and it was like made to. It was like it was bespoke. It was like they would bring out the cart and they would. Mm-hmm. Make it for you, and they would be like, "All right, do you like it spicy? Do you like salty? exactly? You like yeah, yeah." It's it's so uncommon that now a lot of times because we bring it in uh, about three different um, dishes, so it comes out. There's a bar that has three of the items that go into it, and there's a couple of bottles: the Worcestershire, the house made hot sauce, and then the tartare itself comes out in a bowl. And sometimes it's made table side by the manager. Sometimes they don't get there right away, and people will just start eating stuff. <laughs> and it's like so, and so they get there and they're, and they're like, no, that was just that was just a, a that was just chopped shallots. You weren't supposed to eat that. Like, <laughs> hey, listen, People the shallots crying. always my favorite part of the, the yeah. tartar. This yeah. one, yeah. I love that they like train them, and it's like the manager comes out and makes it for you. Yeah. Like it's it's not like. Yeah, it's, know, not, like, it's not a kitchen. It's not an easy person. Exactly. It's, it's a legitimate it's a, service that the, mm-hmm. that the establishment it integrates offers. the back of the house and the front of house in again with their whole ethos of like. Making everything a family—it's like it's not hospitality. I was just thinking that the last time I had the tartare there was it was it was served to me by Rob Kruger of <laughs> Extra Mr. Fancy Kruger. and and uh, employees only, which actually makes me think about the last. I, it's been a while since I've been there. I need to get back, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that, that has Come been a while. Dinner, guys. Yeah. He's we been can... gone for about a year over in Asia. So <laughs> okay, don't make me feel that bad, man. It's not been a full year. Has it it? Close. It has to have Jesus been because he's been gone crazy. for exactly a year yeah. over in Asia. No way. Yeah. Yeah, man. Watch his Instagram. All right. Well, we, yeah. we'll go in and have dinner. I'm, I'm, happy to, I'm happy to make a reservation for you, Damon. You want me to book you for tomorrow? I would love it. Thank you. <laughs> Pressure's on. Henry, Jeff. <laughs> I know I gotta, you work. I got to work. Sorry. Oh, before you slam this one, Damon. Yeah. What, <laughs> what'd you, what'd you 105 pour first proof. Don't so me. Maybe take it easy a little bit. This is a. I going to grab us a bottle of water and I forgot. Yeah, this is really special. So this is something that we we just released in the winter for the winter solstice. It's called the Dark 
Um, we have dark. the light coming out in a, a month, about a month. Um, so this is a 17-year-old um, first fill European sherry casks, um, 105 proof, roughly. Um, it's it's pretty magical. Um, just bursting, bursting sherry with aroma, bomb, with aroma. Yeah. like bursting, yeah, <laughs> bursting <laughs> with aroma. Uh, so I naturally love it because my sherry. Yeah, but also the. Is, you said it's 105 proof. Mm-hmm. Doesn't taste like it though. It does it's not. Really mellow. I mean, the the sherry really likes like Mellows calms it, it down. Yeah. yeah, totally. I love. I mean, like there's like the Clinfarkless 105. There, I've had. I think 105 is kind of like a really good proof level for for Scotch. I think Scotch should t- typically is best when it's a little overproof, and that's probably yeah. why you you know tend to add water or cube to it because really all of the big bold stuff is in there when it's high and you and you want to get all of that um instead of you know lowering the proof there, there are some yeah. that are great that are 80 we have one in all of our line that's 80 proof and everything else is overproof um just because that's where that's where it's best you know typically yeah you got to listen to the uh the old palate exactly mm-hmm. yeah yeah but this, there's, no, yeah. there's no it, it always bothered me it has always bothered me that like scotch is always like 86 proof that's it. That's what we're doing. Yeah, you know, it's probably some. Someone Again, it's got there's the stuffiness to it that, yeah. that I someone think someone came along at some know, point and was like, "This is the perfect." This is what it should like, be. Okay, yeah. we'll all fall in line at ninety. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah. Let's see, you just described the entirety of history. Yeah, <laughs> some we old did guy it. came when around. We, shows over when we quantify <laughs> what is best. Yeah, <laughs> when we quantify what is best, we tear down everything else, exactly. which is which is terrible. It tears down the whole. Actually, system. there was Whoa, an article. Man. I just posted that article. Yeah, yeah, the, uh, what from was Seth Gorin. Yeah, the one about like uh, there should be no like. We we should probably talk about that for a second since we're on it. But uh, there was an article about um, how uh, World's Best Bar should not be a uh, a designation, a designation or, because, or whatever. Yeah, because uh, it's like. It like especially like well even though like employees only has gotten that award a bunch of times sorry I'm not like trying to take away from that but <laughs> how dare you do <laughs> this is the gotcha you. moment this is a on prestigious air award. live radio <laughs> if you want to find uh, if you want to find the article it's I posted it on my Twitter at Creative Drunk uh, it's from uh, uh, Seth Godin uh, his blog which is pretty it's a lot of thoughtful things it's just it's an essay it's not a really long article and it's it's called why a system of forced rankings is flawed for everyone, and it's pretty fascinating. He doesn't mention our business at all, but I, I posted it because I feel like it really applies. Because we're always about the best bar list, the best yeah. drink list, the best who's got the best bourbon. Like, and it's like it, it tears down the whole system. Right. I mean, does. the best bars are the ones that aren't on those lists, so that they're not crowded full of a bunch of douchebags, right? Like, yeah, totally. Like, <laughs> well, like if everybody knew about my favorite bars, <laughs> that, that would that would be terrible. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. You don't. Right, like, they would no uh, longer also, be. <laughs> plus, it's also kind of deeply personal, you know. Uh, and it's also Art, t- it's also subjective. timely too. The best bar for me on a rainy Brooklyn afternoon is not the same best bar for me on a summer sunny afternoon, you know, like it's uh, or evening or whatever. It's it's all circumstantial. So, you, and you can't weigh all those into these lists. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, My, it's a tough thing, but I, I think a lot of it also has to do with uh, it's kind of a thing that's supposed to be informative for people that aren't in the industry. Yeah. It's, it's because it's, I think as long as you have people that are doing things that they don't know about, they want lists. I mean, there's, uh, there's, like the there's, public there's a little bit of that. But if you read the article, it's pretty cool because he doesn't really mention our business specifically. He right. just mentions just generally. Like, if you got a best shoe list, you got a best tires list, yeah. it tears down the whole fabric of that entire system. Totally. Um, I agree. And it's, there's pre- like, it's pretty fascinating. Dude, my favorite Mara bar, I'm sorry. 
My favorite place to drink tomorrow, if that is. Italy. Me too. Well, yeah. It's, it's not <laughs> a Mori Margo. My Italy, house. It's not a Mori Margo. Okay. You know what? My favorite place to go drink whiskey and soda is Mori Margo, because I just get to stay in there and like fuck with you. Thank you. <laughs> you know? Like, but, Thank you. But again, yeah. it's about the experience. It's so about the you, experience. So for you, the experience is totally different. That's why I don't go to... Like, I, I go to brunch, but you know what? I... Like, don't tell me when to eat eggs. That's why. That's my only thing. Like everyone's like, "Fuck brunch" and all this shit. I'm like, just don't tell me when I have to eat eggs. I will eat eggs whenever the fuck I feel like. David, it. who has been and following you around and demanding you eat eggs at weird hours? Dude, you don't, you don't want to know who's following me. <laughs> but also on the same time, like on this same trip of that, like it's like, don't tell me when I can't have a Bloody Mary. You know, exactly. That's why the brunch thing's fucked up. Yeah. But, you know, it's my favorite thing in the world. Is like. I don't know. You and I are old punk rockers, man. Well, yeah, I guess exactly. we're all... We're all this room is full of punk rockers. <laughs> like, yeah, I don't true. know what you're talking this, about. This room is I'm a very white-laced individual. <laughs> I don't like getting lumped in with that kind this of... This room is full of punk rockers. Like, right. I, yeah. Like, I'll go to brunch and I'll eat... I'm like, oh, yeah. They got steak and eggs on the menu. I'll have the steak and eggs. Hold the eggs, please. Yeah. Like... <laughs> like Anyway, <laughs> eat what you want when you want. This whiskey's uh, great, by the way. This whiskey is delicious. I think it should be on the best list. I, yeah, I feel like there's like an it's underlying the, story the, where Damon got hurt by a brunch or something. The best, like, you know what? It's the best. Yeah, you know what? I did. Okay. Did a brunch break up with you, Damon? Why do you got to bring this up on the air? <laughs> you brought it up, Damon. <laughs> <laughs> on a side note, the best dish we had when we ate just last week at Le Cuckoo for dinner. Was a, was a have you been yet? Oh yes, it's amazing. I've only been the one time. We only went once. I went to celebrate finishing my book, uh, which is available now Congrats. on Amazon.com. Um, it was only available on the iPhone. I'm just here for the drinks. You can't get a paper copy. <laughs> <laughs> it was really, written on an iPhone. You can only read it on, on an iPhone. iPhone. <laughs> That's how it goes. Uh, but That's they had this punk dish. Rock, man. They had this dish. They they took Jim lettuce. You know the little baby romaine, basically. Mm-hmm. And Jim? They, uh, James lettuce. You yes, mean? Sure. And they spun it into a sauce. Jim, like a precious gem. They spun it into a sauce, and then they coddled eggs in this sauce of lettuce. Best dish we had. That was an appetizer, obviously, but like mm, best dish we so had. So good. Huh? Coddled eggs in lettuce sauce. How do they coddle them? Do they like rub their shoulders or? Yes. <laughs> yeah, you've, you've been coddled for far too long, Southern. <laughs> I've been coddled. <laughs> well, okay. The best dish I've had today. Is this tartare? Absolutely. I, I, this uh, this this gazpacho is no joke either. And man. also, this is like the first time that Tart- I, think, I think this is the first time we've definitely the first time we had tartare on the show. It's the first time we've but, eaten anything not from Roberta's in here. Exactly. So yeah. thank you so You're much. Welcome. I mean, I, mean, I didn't realize you guys are literally watching people eat this entire time. Yeah. Yeah. yeah table right, forty two, man. Yeah. yeah right. Right here. So it's on about the time they the got spots. to watch you guys eat. You know. Yeah, we totally. appreciate it. You, 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 you fuck them. You, you've, done, <laughs> you've done a, you've done a first here on the show. Um, I've been actively trying to stare people in the eyes as they eat. Just like, just, just, just totally. Right, right when right he there. started the soup, the guy that was sitting right there was like yeah, he was, peeking. He was, he was like, staring "What is so going hard. on in that bowl? <laughs> what yeah. do they have? Yeah, what do they have? That I can't have. It's yeah. not available at Roberta's. Go to employees only. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? This Super show has been about awesome. like. This is more than more than about employees only, and more than uh, like Highland Park, which are two amazing things. Yeah, uh, this has actually just been a really good show about like catching up with some friends. Exactly. At that, uh, like, and 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 having a couple more f- amazing friends. Yeah. And some invaluable time spent together. And invaluable. so this has been like a very very cool day. Yeah. And uh, and it's gonna keep on being cool. Yeah. It's a good day, and and I don't have to <laughs> I don't have to day. rush away. I have to go to work, but I don't have to rush. 
We miss you, guys. We live. I listen. Because can I can I let you ha- have a big secret? By the way, this all happened while we were here. I don't Ooh, know if you secrets. saw me keep grabbing my phone. No, I I know you're you're that guy that's on the a little like, distracted. You're behind have, the bar on your phone. I, I have I too many it. things going on all the time. But while we've been on the phone, and funny that we ended up talking about what we ended up talking about, um, the team, a photography Do team, tell. a photography team from Fifty Best Bars is currently at a Mori Margot taking oh, photos. Oh my! <laughs> Would you like to revise your stance on lists? Wow! No, I'm not going to revise it at all. <laughs> I still think it tears down the system, but I'm perfectly happy. But to take be all the pictures. But take all the pictures you want. Take yeah. all the pictures. Listen, Jesus. I'll be happy if I get on that list. Um, because it'll send traffic my way, and that'll make my my team more money, and it's all the great. things happen. Whatever. Uh, <laughs> Take it. So, Tony, talk to us real fast. Plug yourself. Give give us your your social media or anything anywhere oh. people can follow you or hear about you or pick up your products. Um, I'm on Instagram as Hot Dram. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> keeping it keeping the tattoos relevant. That's right. Nice. Um, <laughs> yep. Yeah, uh, so I post pretty frequently not just whiskey i post a lot about dogs and tattoos too so um <laughs> follow me there um highland park uh is our website it's pretty cool it tells our whole story um yeah it's, you know pick up a bottle at your pick local up a retail. bottle you i can, mean you can find it do it at for grand yourself army. you can definitely I've drink got, it at grand army you can drink it at more margo I've, I've, or i've got magnus. a delicious me- menu drink there and then prime meats yep. delicious and prime meats it's um, everywhere. It is. It is everywhere. So, Jackson, what you got? And employees um, only, of course. Oh, yeah, obviously. Just, <laughs> come, just come visit us at one of our many locations. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Next time you're in Singapore. Over 100 billion <laughs> served. Make sure to have dinner, a full, nice dinner. Yeah, with your come. We have tons of food, great food at, at every location, um, but also a great bar. Uh, <laughs> Also a great bar. There's so also a bar. It's okay. The kitchen is great. It's all right. I love it. I love it's I've all never right. been on top of that bar with my shirt off at it's like three thirty right. in the yeah. morning, just um, like doing really, laybacks. I don't really do the Instagram thing, but you can follow all of the employees only uh, accounts at employees only NYC, employees only Miami, employees only LA, employees only sure. SG, all that. Employees stuff. only the Moon. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Everywhere. Uh, <laughs> I'll post all that stuff on the Speakeasy Podcast Instagram, um, so you can figure out where to follow everybody. When's the book out? Uh, my book comes out on August 28th. Thanks, Woo, that's my birthday. Asking. Get out of here, is it? Yeah. yeah. I will take a copy. Thank you. I'll, uh, yeah. <laughs> I'll sign it for you. Uh, yeah, it's available now on Amazon.com, so go get your pre-order in. It'll arrive on the 28th if you do that. Uh, and otherwise, uh, uh, come by the shop and pick one up, and I'll sign it for you, or bring your book and I'll sign it, or I'm going to make these stickers so I can literally sign the sticker and mail it to people. So I'll be signing books all over the world. Um, upcoming shows include but aren't limited to oh by the way I'd like to point out I don't think I did it on air today is my two year anniversary on the show yeah totally congratulations two years out of the seven and change years that the show's been on I've been here and I wanted to just throw a quick mention into last year in the studio uh, uh, sorry last for for the near two year anniversary I got you a bottle of of Highland Park 12 years. Oh, so nice you're so thoughtful and I'll sign it for you you (laughs) (laughs) I do want that uh, I want to point out. I want to mention. We didn't really talk about him too much, but we had a guest in the studio last week who kind of sat here silently, just like Henry O is today. Uh, Jim Zakara from Hope and Olive. Uh, he brought us a ton of great gifts uh, uh, that are stacked up on the bar right now. So he sure uh, did. Just want to mention him. What a, what a great guy. Just a longtime listener who's, who happened to be in town and wanted to be a, uh, in the studio with us because we're such magnetic personalities, I guess. Um, <laughs> Uh, uh, so upcoming shows include but aren't limited to Will Elliott's going to be on the show soon uh, Angus Winchester's coming up as well Angus um, my old roommate oh yeah. that's right yes <laughs> my best Winchester. roommate I ever had right because he basically lived on an airplane yeah, yeah. Um, 
Julie Reiner's promised to be on the show as well. Uh, oh, Lauren, I love how every time you my say... My mentor. You got a lot of people related to me on this show. Yeah. 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 I love how every time you, like, yeah, Ingus is going to be on... Uh, no, Will Elliott's going to be on... Julie Reiner promised to be on the show. Well, she has you, every time you say that, you say she promised to be on the show. She didn't give me a hard date yet, so yeah. but she said coming up. So you know. She'll really give us a hard to, time, yeah, though. She's really trying oh, to she'll twist give us an a arm great, right now. She'll give us a great hard time. <laughs> um, Lauren Myerskoff's going to come up from Cocktail and Sons down in New Orleans. Um, who else did I skip here? Because uh, I try not to tell them in order because I don't want to get people's hopes up. Uh, <laughs> Ann Peck Davis is going to be on with her new book, which I brought you a copy of today, Damon. It's called Cocktails Across America. It's right here. Um, you can follow us at Speakeasy Podcast on Instagram. You can follow me at Creative Drunk on at all media. Uh, Damon is Damon Bolte on Instagram as well as uh, Speakeasy. What Speakeasy are Radio. Speakeasy on Radio on Twitter. Although um, I'm not very active on Twitter. That's say. all right. Why does Twitter exist? <laughs> and that's our show. Facebook, face, Facebook is for and your see. Facebook is for your friends. Twitter is for your audience, uh, and Instagram is for those that can't read. <laughs> it's been a great show today. Um, uh, also, I just want to say uh, before we sign off, uh, congratulations on your uh, recent uh, nuptials. Thank uh, you so very much. Cool. Much appreciated. And uh, you know what? What a cool fucking couple, right? Yeah, power couple in <laughs> the industry. Right. Couple. Yeah. Front of the house, back of the house, <laughs> crushing it. Cool man. Oh, well, thank you for guys, having us. Thanks so much for being thank on the show for, today. Yeah. I also want to thank uh, Chip Galley and Henry O for sitting in the studio. We always uh, happy to have people sit in the studio and like chime in occasionally and just uh, sometimes just like hanging out and getting sure a drink some really fucking good like whiskey and <laughs> and some you know put, put me on the rotation man anytime you need somebody I'll swing by perfect yeah, man, as long as you got a pocket full of tartare you're in <laughs> yeah Jay Zimmerman like, actually pulls that out of his asked me to bring him a pocket full of tartare to basic <laughs> by the way. <laughs> Amazing. It's the new service. Cool. Well, that's <laughs> it for the Speakeasy this week. Check out Heritage Radio Network for many more programs like this one. Obviously not as cool as this one, but... Uh, <laughs> Similar, but Boom. not the same. Uh, yeah, and uh, go to the website and click on the beating heart to donate to the station so we can keep uh, bringing more programs like this to you. And uh, until next week, cheers, y'all. Cheers, cheers guys. Yeah. So you don't shun the devil with your rock and roll load. Knows that country music's gonna save your soul. The devil runs his groove in that rhythm and that sound. It's gonna get you sun in the air. Thanks for listening to Heritage Radio Network, food radio supported by you. For our freshest content and to hear about exclusive events, subscribe to our newsletter. Enter your email at the bottom of our website, heritageradionetwork.org. Connect with us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at heritage underscore radio. Heritage Radio Network is a nonprofit organization driving conversations to make the world a better, fairer, more delicious place. And we couldn't do it without support from listeners like you. Want to be a part of the food world's most innovative community? Rate the shows you like, tell your friends, and please... Join our community by becoming a member. Just click on the beating heart at the top right of our homepage. Thanks for listening. Yeah.